Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. So, this is our breakout year. Do you guys believe that? Yeah, you believe it? We've been believing it. We've been speaking it. We're applying it. It's time to multiply because it's my breakout right now. Not the end of 2020, right now. Now is the time for breakthrough and breakout. What is 2020? What are we going to do? Breakthrough and breakout. This is our breakout year. We're going to break through. We're going to break out. And we're going to take responsibility for where we are right now. We're going to take responsibility for where we are right now. We're going to get some accountability for where we want to go. And you know where you want to get your accountability with? Somebody who's encouraging. Somebody who's motivating. Somebody who's been there. Somebody who's succeeded. You want to get motivated, right, with somebody who will help you out not tear you down. You're like, I already tear myself down enough. I don't need somebody to join me. But there's accountability with what? I want accountability in my active goals with somebody who's what? Encouraging. Somebody who what? Believes in me. Somebody who wants to see me succeed. Somebody who wants my health at their greatest priority too. Like you are healed. God got this. You got this. We got this. This is our breakout year. You can go further, farther. How? When somebody's encouraging you. So get an accountability partner. If it's your spouse, get your spouse. Start encouraging each other, like out-encourage each other. I don't know what that says. Out-encourage each other, like make out-encourage each other. You got this, babe. You should be each other's greatest encouragement. They should come home to an encouraging place because we already got the enemy. We already got the world. Everybody's trying to tear us down. We need to come home to a safe place. When we come home to Love Life Church, it's a safe place of what? Encouragement. Not judgment, not guilt, not condemnation, but encouragement and also realization. Because we're going to keep it real. We're going to tell you why are you where you at. We're not judging you. But when we ask you the question, it's for you to understand for yourself. Why am I where I'm at? Who am I hanging out with? What am I watching? What am I listening to? Who's influencing me? Because when you start getting in the driver's seat of your life, you become woke. To who am I following? Because we're always following somebody. We're always following somebody. I mean, just saying you're unique, and some people hate when I say this, but your story's not. Somebody's already did that. Somebody's already been through it. Somebody's already conquered that. Some, you think like, no, 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 my life, my life story is so crazy. That has happened to somebody. And you know what? Some have survived, and some have victory, and some have overcome, and some are waiting for you to be the one to get out of that situation and lead the way, right? Because sometimes we need somebody to show us. People be telling, talking, telling, but we need somebody to show us. I love that. At Love Life Church, I came when I was 13 years old. Was I perfect? Far from it. Am I perfect right now? Hex to the no. Will I ever be perfect? No, because I ain't Jesus. But I'm a work in progress, okay? Perfection, far from it. Progress every single day. But when I came to church... I love that my life was changed. Why? Because this was grace and not religion. So when I came here, 
it was like just like that. For me, well, actually, it wasn't just like that. But I'm an all-in kind of girl. A thousand are none at all. One hundred percent are nothing at all. You have all of me or none of me. That's just like who I am. So when I came here and I learned about grace, I learned about salvation, I learned that God loved me. It was just like that for me. And I love that I could say that in high school, I had an opportunity to represent Jesus. I had an opportunity to bring busloads of kids into the house of God. So when, but when I was younger, they would be like, well, if I had the word when I was younger, I would have done this and I would have done that. And I'm like, but she didn't. <laughs> so don't talk about me. Don't talk to me about what you would have done and what you could have done because you didn't, okay? You was playing and hooping and hollering and, yeah, catching all, sowing all you wild oats, talking about I would have, would have, would have. So I love that when I came here as a young person, I can say I did. Was it hard? Yes. Because you're going against the grain. You're going against what everybody else is going. Why? Because everybody is headed in one direction and you're the only one stopping saying, why are we going that way? And if nobody can tell you why we're going that way, I'm not following. I'm going to head this way and I'm going to tell you why. Because God has a plan. He has a purpose. There's more for me than just this. And then people start saying, okay, why are you going that way? Let me tell you. Come on. Just like that. It's an opportunity. And you have an opportunity right now to either go with the flow have the same year on repeat again and again with your relationships, with your business, with your finances, again and again. And you know what? It's actually not on repeat. It gets worse. The relationships gets worse. Your monies get worse. Your career, your goals, your potential, it goes backwards. It doesn't, people think if I just stay still. It doesn't work that way. You don't just stay still. You actually go backwards or you get off track just slightly, but all of a sudden you end up way over here. And you're like, how did I get over here? There was no responsibility, no accountability, no determination to get out of there. But that's not us here at Love Life. We're the few, right? We're the few. We're the laborers. We're the doers. We are Love Life Church. We don't just see vision. We what? We do vision. We don't just hear the word. We what? We do the word. We're the doers. We're the movers. We're the shakers. And we understand that direction, not intention, determines our destination. So we need to know what direction I, what direction am I in? What direction is this relationship going? What direction is this career path going? What direction is this uh, with my finances? What direction is this going? What direction is this account going? What direction? Because not intention, like I want to save the world, I want to get out of debt, I want to be a good husband, I want to be a good wife, I want to be a good mom, I want to be a good student, I want to be a good son, a good daughter, I want to be a world changer. Intentions are awesome, but they're good for nothing. They mean nothing. You can intend to do good. You know what, how many times we intend to say something encouraging, but we don't? We just let it go by. You tell somebody how much you love them, how much they mean to you, how much they changed your life, how much they've impacted you, how much you care about them, how much you're thankful every day to have them in your life. We need to make sure that every single day we don't miss the opportunity to speak life. 
speak life out of our mouth. Those are seeds going forth. Those are seeds going into people's lives. Those are seeds because when at the end of our days, we're not going to have regrets that things weren't said, that things weren't expressed, that love wasn't shared. No, we're going to express that. We're going to speak that. We're going to be the change. We ain't going to just talk about change. We're going to be the change. Why? Because the world needs to see change. They've heard change for so long. It's time to see it. And how do they see it? They're going to see it in moms and dads loving each other. In moms and dads taking responsibility to correct their kids in the right way. Taking responsibility with, with loving each other, leading that home. Dads rising up. Dads leading in the church. Dads leading in the home. Dads loving their kids. They're going to see that. And they're, we're, we're expecting some religious. We're expecting all the pastors to change the world. But can you imagine when all the mom and dads come on one? Can you imagine that family unit? Because you know how secure kids get when mom and dad are on the same team? They may trick you and think that they want to separate you. But in their security of who they are, they want you guys more united than ever. Because when you're united, their core is united. When they know that you love each other, they know that you both love them. When they know that you are each other's greatest priority, you know that they know that they are your priority. We need the family unit to be strong. And we here at Love Life Church, we believe in the family unit. We believe in marriages. We And all you single folks, hey, I'm all about the single life. I'm all about about the single life, but you're in a season. You're in a season, and you're like, one day, one day I'm going to marry the man of my dreams. One day I'm going to marry a Christian guy. I'm going to marry this guy. But for now, I'm just going to talk to whoever asks me. Talk. Right? But for now, one day, all, and all the guys are like, one day I'm going to marry this. I'm going to marry a good girl. Yeah. One day I'm going to marry me a good girl. I'm going to marry me a good girl. I'm going to love her. I'm going to honor her. I'm going to cherish her. But for now, all these girls, it's just for entertainment. It's just for fun. We think one day, one day, one day, one day, one day. But how many of you know that's not how it works? One day I'm going to meet the right person, then I'll change. Right? One day I'm going to be rich, then I'll be generous. One day, we have these notions in our mind. One day I'm going to finish school, then I'm going to help out at church. Because I'm busy right now. Like, I'm stressed. I'm having anxiety and pressure. Like, people don't even know. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Some of these moms got like seven kids running around, and they still over here helping out. They got life group. They leading in church. And I'm like, I don't even know. Talk about, I need to get a degree. I'm stressed out. They got like all these kids changing the world, opening their house for life group, inviting more kids and moms. And I'm just like, seriously. But one day, one day, one day, one day when my kids are older, then I'll have time to reach out to others. One day when my life is good and perfect and I've got it all together, then I'll serve God. We think that, but God wants you right now. God wants you in your weak spot, and in your weakness, he wants to make you strong. Because then he gets all the glory. Because there's no way you could have done that on your own. There's no way you could have got out of that relationship. There's no way you could have got out of that financial mess. There's no way you could have got out of jail. There's no way. What? Yeah, y'all, some of you got some records. Yeah, I know. There's no way. 
And God said, there is a way. His name is Jesus. There is a way. His name is Jesus. And God has a plan for every single one of us because he has a plan. What did Pastor Dan say? Rat now. Rat now. I thought that was so funny. He said, say rat now. Not right now. He has a plan. Rat now. He was, I thought that was hilarious. So... One day, one day, one day. One day, one day, one day. Because sometimes all that responsibility talk, oh, that's not relevant for me. Why? Why isn't it relevant for you? Oh, because of the season I'm in. The season I'm in. Oh, these are just my teen years, okay? Relax. Chill out, mom. These are my teen years. Let me live a little, okay? These are my single years. Relax. Let me just have a little fun. These are my single years. Has anybody ever said that? These are my single years. These are my teen years, right? These are my, these are my partying years, okay? Because once I get older, I'm not going to party like this. For real. Like, I'm going to lay it all down. Once I get older, once I get married, I ain't going to be running wild like this. How many of you know you're going to keep them habits? Unless you get it under self-control, you're going to keep that habits right into the marriage. You're going to keep those single habits right into your married life. You're going to keep them teen habits and you up in here 40 years old. Talking about you ain't four, you ain't teen no more. You still living at home talking about it's my teen years. Like, bro, your teen years are long gone. They over. Try to talk to me, slide in my DMs. Hey, beautiful, gorgeous, how you doing? What? Grow up, get a job, get a house, get a life. Change the world. Then come talk to me face to face. Hello, my name is Sasha. Sliding in the DMs like a creep. Oh, that's so weird to me. And some of you, well, I'm just going to talk to whoever. Because one day I'm going to marry the good guy. But right now I'm just going to talk to whoever creeps in. No, cut that creepy thing out. You got to let it go. That's for somebody. And some of you guys think, I'm just taking all your fun away. You just want to take all my fun away. Miss Sasha, you just want to rob me of all the fun in this season. You know what? Sin is pleasurable for a season. Then you got consequences to pay. And I think that you're wise enough to listen to truth and hear from somebody else's mistakes, hear from the word of God, and learn and go live beyond because God's got greater plans. And, yes, I am trying to take your fun away. <laughs> Let's be real, okay? I am trying to take what may be temporarily fun for what will be ultimately fulfilling, what will be ultimately rewarding, what you're ultimately dreamed of. Because God wants to be your end game, end game. He wants to be your end game. And you over here starting to spit game, and God's like, uh-uh, I ain't got time for that. Mm-mm. This is our breakout year. Do you believe it? Do you receive it? Are you speaking it, applying it? In every area of our life, this is our breakout year. And we're going to break through. And we're going to break out in every area. And how? Because we're going to take responsibility. We're going to take responsibility. Sometimes it's not that we don't take responsibility. It's that we don't know how to take responsibility. We don't know how to take responsibility in that relationship. You know, like you think, I don't know how to change this. I don't know how to take responsibility in these finances. I don't know how to take responsibility with my Christian walk. Like, I don't know how to take responsibility. And that's why we offer so many classes here at Love Life.
Not just so that you can spend another day here at church. No, so that we can equip you to learn how to take responsibility. To take responsibility for your marriage. To take responsibility for being a mother and a father. To take responsibility in your finances. That's why we do that financial freedom. So that you can know how to budget. It's so easy to. Like once you learn how to budget, you're like, oh my gosh, how easy is this? You don't spend more than you have. Very basic. Somehow we spend all of our check and wonder where it went. Girl, you wearing it with that full set, them fake clips, them eyelash extensions, them microblading, new shoes. And it's like, oh, my gosh, us girls, we're crazy. We need a lot of money. If you make a lot of money, I know how to spend it. <laughs> That's why I'm a single Pringle. <laughs> but I know how to budget. I know how to budget the heck out of a dollar. That's right. All right, James 1.5. If any of you lacks wisdom, James 1.5. If any of you lacks wisdom, what do we need to do? Let him ask God who gives to all liberally without reproach and it will be given to him. All we need to do is ask God. We need help with this relationship? Ask God. We need help with our finances? Ask God. We need help to trust God? Ask God. Ask God. We need wisdom? Ask God. But let him ask God in faith. We have to ask God in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let for let not that man suppose that he'll receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. This is exactly what we do, okay? We ask God, we doubt God, and then we blame God. <laughs> Can you see that? We're like, he said, ask wisdom, and I asked for wisdom. But then he didn't answer me right now. I didn't get understanding right now. And then what do we do? We blame God. So, and what, do we should, what should we expect from God? Nothing. Why? Because we're unstable in all of our ways. What are we? We're immature. Have you seen a toddler ask for something? We're at the store. Many times this happens. This is funny because I love taking uh, Lily Cakes and Olivia to the store, okay? I'm not a mom, but I'm, a, I'm the best auntie, okay? And you know what's my favorite store to take them to? The dollar store, okay? The dollar store. And it is so funny because they get so double-minded right away. So I'm like, you get five things. And then, you, Lily, you get five things. Olivia, you get five things, okay? And when they get smart, they start combining, like, okay, like, so we get ten things. But not all the time do they think that way. So... Then they start getting double-minded. Like, I want this Princess Barbie. She goes in. And then all of a sudden, I want this balloon. So then this goes in. And then I want this nail polish. This goes in. I want a lipstick. And then, all, and then now they got a bunch of things. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> and I'm like, it's simple. You're going to pull one back. <laughs> but, Auntie, can we get another one? No. <laughs> you need to make up your mind. Do you want this one or do you want that one? And then they made up their mind. We get to the line, and there's a Flintstone push pop. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Auntie, what am I going to do? Put one back. 
It's very simple. It's very simple. The push pop is included in your five things. It's not extra. It's not on the top. What's on the counter, doesn't? it's included. You get five things from this store, the whole store. But how easily we can be double-minded, just like that. We ask God, but we got to ask in faith. And we can't doubt when he doesn't work on our time. There's no time with God. God has always been, always will be. We're over here working on time. Rent is due. I got to have that answer for my boss. He's coming back in two minutes. God, show up. God's going to show up. Show up, God. And you a double-minded man. God ain't showing up. I know he ain't. And what I'll be there saying, you need to choose right now. Is it the push pop? Is it the Barbie? Because you are a double-minded man, unstable in what? All your ways. And that's why we need a teacher. We need a pastor. We need somebody help to help us, to help us, to give us clear direction. So then we make the Bible clear. We're like, oh, okay, I get it. So we don't want to ask God, then doubt God, then blame God. We want to ask God. Believe God and then give God the glory. Amen. Yes. And how are we going to do that? Taking responsibility for our lives. Because good intentions, what are they good for? Absolutely nothing. Good intentions are absolutely good for nothing. All right. So we need to grow up and we need to build strong foundations. So let's look at this story, okay? We're going to look at a picture, a parable of this young guy in Proverbs. This is a funny one, okay? You guys are going to love this. But, okay, so let me just give you a thing. Okay? Not all women are this crazy. Some of us are, but not all of us are, okay? We're not all this crazy. And guys, don't be laughing. I see you laughing. Some, not all women are this crazy. This lady's crazy, okay? We're going to talk about a crazy lady. And at the same time, not all guys are this stupid. <laughs> Girls, don't be laughing. <laughs> So when I said the guys, the guys was all laughing and the girls was all laughing now. But not all young men are this naive. Why? Because they're going to be empowered with wisdom. They're going to know the right direction, the right path to take. All right, here we go. This is, and as we look at this picture, at this story, at this parable, we need to ask ourselves. Because it's so easy to listen to a story and be like, oh, that guy was stupid. It's so easy to look at a story and like, oh, that girl's crazy, but I ain't crazy. Girl, you crazy. Okay? But we need to ask ourselves where am I lacking good judgment? Where am I lacking good judgment? Because this is my breakout year, and I want breakout in every area of my life. So where am I lacking good judgment? Financially with my monies? Relationally with, the, with my choices of who I allow in my life? Ask yourself, if you can get a hold of this as a young person, you can literally change the world. If you can start getting a hold of that, these decisions are in your power to make every single day. These decisions, no, you don't get to pick your parents, but you get to pick your attitude about them. Just saying. Parents are the best thing that could ever happen to you. We may not always have the best parents, but majority, some people are crazy, okay, some people are weird, we're not talking about them wackos, but the majority of parents have the best intentions, and we need to listen to them, because they have wisdom. You know why they have wisdom? Because they already made that bad choice. They already been there, done that. Okay, so relationally with the choices of the people I'm allowing in my life, professionally, with my schooling, my job, my potential, foodie, I always say foodie, 
because I'm just throwing it in there with all the ease, with my health and my diet, morally, with my character, my lifestyle choices, physically, with my body and my health, where am I lacking good judgment? Where am I lacking wisdom? Okay, so let's jump into this story. Okay, remember, not all guys are this stupid and not all women are this crazy, but we're asking ourselves, where am I lacking good judgment? All right, at the window of my house, I looked down through the lattice. I saw among the simple, I noticed among the young men, a youth who had no sense. I'm in Proverbs 7, going to go through 6 through 27. He had no sense. He was lacking good judgment, which comes from experience and time. And he had none. He had neither, right? All right, so 8. He was going down the street near her corner, walking along in the direction of her house at twilight. He ain't have had no business walking around at twilight in her direction. But he didn't know. He had no business walking around at twilight in her direction. As the day was fading and at the, at the dark of night was setting in. Then out came a woman. Here comes the crazy lady, guys. <laughs> she got crazy tattooed on her head. Run. Run. <laughs> Anybody ever got crazy on their head? Run. I don't care. Run. And then out came a woman to meet him. She was dressed like a prostitute with a crafty intent. She was unruly and defiant. Her feet never stayed at home. Now in the streets, now at the market, now at the mall. She's all over here. She's over there. She's posting. She's like, send me your location because I'm going to track you. Yeah, that's her, okay? Now in the squares, at every corner, what is she doing? She's lurking. She's lurking. All right? She's lurking. She took hold of him and she kissed him. Blah. <laughs> With a brazen face, she said, Yikes. Today I have fulfilled my vows. I have food from my fellowship offering at home. So fellowship offering is religiously saying, she's like, look, I went to church. I emptied my sin bucket. Bro, I'm ready to fill it up. That's what she's telling him. Let's fill it up. Let's fill up the sin. Because you know what? Going to confession, all that religious stuff, going to church does nothing. Right? It does nothing. Because you think you got rid of your sin, so wait, let me go fill my back up, back up. Okay, then I got to go back to church and let it all go at the altar. Jesus, Jesus. And Pastor Dan's preaching like, amen, amen, amen. And then you, what do you got to go? Got to go fill my bucket back up. And you bring it back the same next week. What the heck? <laughs> that is religion. That is not life, abundant life, new life. That's crazy though. All right. So, so I came out. Ready? This is, the, this is the deception. Remember, we're asking ourselves, where am I lacking good sense? Okay? We're judging them because they're dumb. But where am I lacking good sense? Right? What, what credit card's in the mail and it's saying, I chose you? <laughs> what is that? Tinder, swipe right, swipe left. I chose you. All that sliding into your DMs. I chose you. Here we go. Ooh, I got, ooh, y'all got quiet. So I came out to meet you. I looked for you, and I found you. This kid is thinking, I'm one in a million. I'm like, bro, you one of a million. Run. <laughs> Run, buddy. 
Where am I lacking judgment? Where am I being this naive? Where am I being this stupid? Where am I being this foolish? Where am I with my money, with my relationships, with the people around me, with my job, with my schooling, with my profession, with my food choices, with my character choices? Where am I being the fool? Where am I lacking good judgment with my health, with my body? 16, I have come, I have covered my bed and covered, I, I have covered my bed with colored linens from Egypt. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloe, and cinnamon. You know why she's putting cinnamon on her bed? Because in ancient days, it stunk. There was no toothpaste. There was no mouthwash. There was no deodorant. There was no soap. There was no socks and shoes. Can you imagine? There was no trash man. Can you imagine the funk? So just pouring cinnamon. <laughs> and this lady had money. She had money to buy all them spices. You know why? Because she's taking the money <laughs> from the dumb fool that come lurking around her corner, her path. She's like, oh, yeah, you. I came looking for you, fool. Run. She says, come, let's, let's drink deeply of love till morning. Let's enjoy ourselves with love. Don't worry. My husband, he's not at home. The girl's married. He's gone on a long journey. He took his man purse, he filled it with money, and he won't be home to the full moon. She's like, there's no consequences if nobody knows what we do. There's no consequences if nobody knows what I'm doing right now by myself, behind this computer screen, behind this wall, behind this cover-up, behind this whatever it is. There's no consequences, right? It's just for fun. It's just a season of fun. It's just my teen years. It's just my single years. It's just my partying years. There's no consequences. It's just fun. 21, with persuasive words, she led him. What did she do? She led him. That means he followed. She led him astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk. And all at once, he followed her like an ox going to the slaughter, like a deer stepping into a snare, like an arrow that would pierce his liver, a bird darting into a snare. Little did he know that it would cost him his life. Where am I lacking good judgment that could end up costing me my life, my future, my goals, my dreams? We're asking ourselves. We're not judging anybody. We're asking ourselves, why am I where I'm at? What is it that God has for me in this season? And who the heck am I following? Who am I following? Are they leading me in the right direction? Are they leading me in the wrong direction? That's a snare. It's a trap. It's a setup. Now then, my son, 24, here we go. Whew, gee, many story. That lady's crazy. Now then, my son, listen to me. Pay attention to what I say. Do not let your heart, do not let your what? Your heart. God is after your heart. Don't let your heart turn to her ways or stray into her past. Many are the victims she has brought down. And all who were slain by her, they were strong men. Her house is a highway to the grave, leading down to the chambers of death. Now then, my son, listen to me. He says, pay attention to what I'm saying. Do not let your heart 
Return to her path. Don't go astray. What is it that's trying to get you off? What is it that God's saying, don't turn to that? Because I have something greater for you. I have something more rewarding for you. I have something more fulfilling for you. That may be fulfilling for a season. That may be fun for a season. But there's always a consequence to pay for that season. And at the end of God's consequences is reward, is life, is a great marriage, is a great kids, is world changers. When we start becoming mothers of nations, impacting this world, impacting a generation, impacting our city, our state, impacting the United States of America, we're impacting the whole world. When? When we choose God, when we choose life, when we choose his path, when we choose his direction, when we let go of the past, we forgive ourselves, and we move on. We start fresh. It doesn't matter what you've done, and it doesn't matter what's happened to you. God has something planned for you. There's always recovery. There's always redemption. There's always, always a plan to turn it around just like that. Just like that, we can turn it around. This is our breakout year. And what do we need breakthrough and breakout in? We all have different areas of weaknesses. What is it that we need breakthrough and breakout? Because direction, not intention, determines destination. We can get all hype at the beginning of the year with the right intentions, but it's the direction where we're headed that's going to determine our destination, our end game. And ask yourself, where am I headed right now. Where am I headed right now with this relationship? If it's the wrong relationship, let it go. And in time, maybe you can pick it back up. If it's the wrong time with schooling or whatever, let it go. And in time, pick it up with that career, with whatever it is. Ask God, where am I going with this? Where am I going with this? What direction am I headed? And ask how, God, I'm ready to take responsibility. I'm ready to take responsibility for the destiny that you have for me. If you change directions, things will eventually change. Not immediately, eventually change. Jesus says, come to me and I will give you. He says, follow me and I will make you. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. It says, come to me. All who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. That lady, she had no peace because she was emptying her sin bucket and filling it back up. Emptying her sin bucket, filling it back up. Why? Because that's what religion will do to you. We need, we need to come to Jesus. He says, and I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Follow me as my disciple, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest, renewal, blessed, quiet for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. In Matthew 4:19, he says, Then follow me and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. In John 8, 12, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall walk, shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. To have the light of life. We are the light of the world. We're the light of the world. We are love life, right? We don't just see vision, we do vision. We don't just hear God's word, we do God's word. 
This is our breakout year. And we're going to break out and break through in every area of our life, in ministry, in Jesus' name. Do you guys agree? Do you guys believe? Y'all receive something tonight? Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you. Thank you.